da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, that song, there, man. there you go. I said it Franchise Fridays, a Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. As you know, me and my co-host Antoine. I don't want any part of this. Started tackling the Fast and the Furious franchise. Last week, we did Too Fast, Too Furious, and it was too awesome. So this week, we are going to slide into probably the best of the franchise. That is the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. You know he's fucking lying to everybody. Well, you say I'm lying, but I would have to say there are some aesthetics about this movie that are better than some of the others. So I could, you know, like the backdrop of Tokyo is a wonderful city. And I think that it was a great backdrop that just because what's in the foreground isn't great doesn't mean what's in the background isn't. So remember that. Hey, let me tell you something. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to use that argument. They shoot Mm -hmm. pornos in like mansions <laughs> okay hey, don't, don't discount the quantity with the that because of the house the house is nice yeah doesn't make it a great yeah. movie just because you're coming on a five thousand dollar sofa <laughs> so yeah um, make any different give- unless you know two people with a handicam fucking in a barn Okay. Don't oh. give me that this movie's good because of the aesthetics. Hey, I, but I, what I would like, I, I would love it if you could give a synopsis of this. I would love it too. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's, okay. Uh, here's your synopsis. Okay. Yeah. We have uh, Sean Boswell, aka Lucas Black, gets hired to do a Fast and Furious movie because he looks enough <laughs> like he could be Paul Walker's stunt double that they thought they'd just give him the gig. <laughs> Hence, he gets in trouble with the law after a bad race with one of Tim the Toolman's sons. Oh. <laughs> goes, oh, fuck you. Goes to move in with his dad in Tokyo, who has a fetish for making hookers scared, apparently. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) The race and the first race that gets him in big trouble before he moves. The girlfriend offers herself as a prize, like a true slut. (laughs) The main kid's mom is Peggy Bundy. He gets to Tokyo. There's MC Hammer posters on the wall at the airport. What the fuck? Um, The beginning of the movie is like a shitty version of Footloose with the tractor race. Mm -hmm. Um, Bow Wow is the residential rapper in the movie, and he is Twinkie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he meets Han because Han has so much fucking money, he just lets him use his car to fuck it up. Doesn't even know who he is. And then we don't even really race. We drift. That's your fucking <laughs> movie. That is your movie. Oh, fuck yeah. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to get into the uh, Rotten Tomatoes section. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm totally cool. Let's get this done so we can get it done. 
Feel that? You feel that? Not for this movie, I don't. Okay. Um, you were a little bit more enthusiastic with the second one. Oh, geez. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I have a question for you. How much do you think they spent to make this movie? Way more than they should have. What do you, what, do you have a dollar figure? Or you just got to stop it. $80 million. That's close. It was $85 million. And how much do you think it made at the box office? I don't even want to guess because I don't want to know. I'm sure it made money and that pisses me off. <laughs> okay. It, it made $159 million. Okay. So it, it did fairly well. I mean, that's, that's a good movie. That's a good take, you know? That is great. Now, here's where I think this movie shines. Where do you think the critics thought of this movie? Uh, Percentage-wise? Yeah, give me a percent. 40. 40. That's close. It's 37%. So they weren't on board with this, obviously. So knowing what the critics thought of it, what do you think of the audience? What do you think they thought? 39. Actually, way higher. 69%. Oh, God. Why? Because so, people love it. Um, so I'm going to give you some re- some reviews because I think you know you got to have them. So Kirk Honeycutt of The Hollywood Reporter said, so what if the movie dumbs down Japanese culture to a bad Yakuza movie and features Japanese characters who can barely speak Japanese? The cars are the stars here. Everything else is lost in translation. So that's a good review. Yeah. <laughs> Greg uh, Gregory Kirschling of Entertainment Weekly. Pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, publication there. The review says, this is a bad one. Uh, the third movie in the Bad News Bears series, a notable turkey, went to Japan. That trip spells certain doom for the Fast and the Furious franchise as well. I'm just going to say he was wrong. <laughs> but he was right at the same time. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, you know, and, and here's one thing you're forgetting when you were talking about this earlier. It all supposed to have taken place in 2013. Right. When when we had hoverboards and spaceships. Or or not even that, just how many smartphones did you see in this movie? How many not smart people one. did you see in this movie? Oh, well, there's a couple. Han is a great character. Don't fuck on Han. Don't fucking do it. Han fucking is. Going on and Han. I feel okay. bad. I feel bad he had to be in this movie. So Han's a great character. Don't go in on him. But he, but um, there's not one smartphone, so they didn't really predict it. When we're talking about in one of our uh, a couple of things, when they try to predict the future with tech, they didn't do a very good job in this movie because they, you know, spoil the ending. They all had their little cell phones out, showing it on their like their cameras, right? Like looking at it that way. But that's not what people would have been using. They would have had iPhones, you know, and Androids and shit in, in 2013. Spoil the ending. The ending was the best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're right. He gets over. <laughs> okay. So obviously this is not your favorite film. Um, the, the way it starts out though, it, it, this is kind of one of those weird movies where the feel of it, the way it starts is not how it ends up being right. Like you have um, him going to high school and he doesn't look very young going into that high school. He looks like a 20 something year old going to high school um and he's driving that 
uh, muscle car, and he gets in the gets in a little bit of trouble. Like you say, he gets beef with the one guy. What's his name? The Zachary or Clay? Is that what you said? Was he in? Did you say he was in Tool Time, or he's in Home Improvement? He was his son. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was. Duh. Yeah. Ah, that's why. That's why he looks so fucking familiar. Yeah. I was like, why does this dude always look familiar to me? But I never watched that much of that show because I'm not a Tim Allen's not my thing. You know, (laughs) you know, all that bullshit. (laughs) No, no, but no, he gets a he gets. And like you said, the one girl, um, she puts herself up as a prize. Like, what kind of self-worth do you have? Uh, You know what, though? I'll tell you what that was. I know what happened. Remember Ja Rule in the first Fast and Furious? And she's all promising him if he wins, you get both of us. It'd have been the same thing. He wins, be like, oh, yeah, fuck you. And she walks away. That's yeah, what would have happened. Yeah. Um, but the thing up. is, that girl and get instigated the whole damn thing. Yes. She she uh, she made the whole thing ha- happen. And her name was Nikki Griffin. But I don't I don't see anything in her uh, for her doing much after this. So this might have been a one off or she might have been some other bad stuff but she doesn't have much going on this was the pinnacle of her career that's something to not (laughs) she made herself property (laughs) um but clay the qb you know your your uh zachary ty brian guy he had that prick thing that he could have been in so many high school movies just being a prick he was he was in uh the rage carry two as a high school prick athlete yeah Cause that's pretty much typecast his. Yeah. But after 2008 guy did nothing pretty much. Um, like he just, it sounds like he grew up and grew out of his type, I guess <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. You know, yeah. how many people just did, I think it, he was too old at that point to start a boy band. So he really had nothing. Yeah. Um, he did have nothing. And what, Oh, you're saying that. And, there's something I liked by Brian Austin or whatever his name in Austin, that guy you like um, from 90210. Brian Austin Green, that guy yeah. I like. He made some music that I actually liked, and I forget what it was. He did? Uh, yeah, I forget. Uh, yesterday, the other day, I was looking at something, I was like, and I was like, wow, I like that. And and I was like, you'd probably appreciate that I like something like you that. You like his hip-hop album? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was something else that he was on that wasn't. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 anyway. I have, I'll find it. I'll find it eventually. Um, okay. uh, <laughs> but it gets us to the race. And, and I say in all Fast and Furious movies, especially the early ones, the 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 racing is the star sometimes um, because the acting can be a little flat. The racing had to be <laughs> the star because there wasn't any other ones in this movie. I mean, I, I liked his the race they had in that. Looks like, you know, every suburb these days building up houses and him jumping through a house. I mean, um, that was pretty cool. I mean, um, I don't know how fast that car is compared to that Viper. I mean, a Viper's fast, but the driver matters more than the car sometimes. And, you know, Preppy was probably not, you know, he wasn't a gearhead, so he probably doesn't think like um, our our guy Sean does, you know. Mm-hmm. So he probably didn't get you it know done. What- you know what would have made this whole scene better? What? If they had recast those roles with Mark Paul Gossler, Dustin Diamond, and Mario Lopez. And Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez plays the quarterback. This was their uh, chance to do that casting they wanted to do in the first one. 
Tiffany Amber Theason does the the girl whose property and uh, Mark Paul Gosselaar is the is is Sean. And when so, he goes to, yeah. when he goes to Tokyo, Mr. Belding could have been his dad. Mr. Belding could have been his dad. And I'm sure there was some guest um, appearances by people from other countries we could have thrown in there to be his friend or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, we got we have this movie on lockdown. Or he goes to Tokyo where Elizabeth Berkeley character's family moved and she's in an expat school and he meets her there. But she's wrapped up in a Yakuza racing scene. We've we've remade this movie. We've got it. We've uh, got it. Elizabeth, her, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley was going to be the hooker. <laughs> Elizabeth... Here's what you know what this this movie was missing at the beginning. Um, unlike most of them, when they go to the racing, there's so I didn't see at this particular racing, I didn't see one girl with pants up her ass bending over an engine. And I think that's what we missed right out of the gate on this one. Or it could have done 300 million. No, what it that's missed was actors and a plot. It has a plot. It has a plot. The you know, the he gets uh, he has to race to avenge his guy you know and he grows you know a little bit he comes a better person i guess <laughs> oh but um where this movie really picks up obviously the whole reason we have this beginning race right is to get him to be kicked out of the country right yes i mean <laughs> i mean that's one hell of a way to go ship him out to tokyo with his dad i mean and that's a culture shock that place is it's supposed to be 2013 MC Hammer. Yeah. Really? Fucking MC Hammer in 2013. I, I is that's, he big in Japan, I guess. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. No, I like uh, What are you doing? It's supposed to take place in the future, and yet it takes place in the past. I it's in two places at once. Um the I've got MC Hammer and home improvement, and yet it's supposed to be <laughs> 2013. <laughs> hammer don't hurt him. <laughs> Please, Hammer. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, man. But this, you know, there's not much that happens. You know, he meets his father. His father has weird rules. But he um, he goes to school and doesn't take him long until uh, he meets Twinkie. Um, and Twinkie has that steering wheel. He's trying to sell him shit. And then dude's like, I'll take that steering wheel. And it, it's like it's like five seconds. And he's already talking to a guy about a car, and he's getting roped into a car scene. Like, they didn't even, they didn't even wait. Now, hold on. We do have to go back real quick. The the hooker, though, she looked scared, man. What was he doing yeah, to she her? did. I don't know, because she looked back like, fucking thanks for coming to the door type of thing. And, and <laughs> I'm leaving. I just want to know what kind of kinky shit his dad was into, because she <laughs> just, damn. And how and how is he going to be a moral authority when he's always? It seems like he always has a girl. <laughs> it's room a hooker, <laughs> and you're trying to tell your son, "Don't go out and do bad shit," you know. But I'm going to pay for hookers, so <laughs> get over it. <laughs> you know, fuck you. Oh man, that's so wrong. But the but the uh, thing is, is with the with the steering wheel that gets him to go see Twinkie's car. Did you like Twinkie's car? Oh yes, that was classic. Um, I do, I do think this. I think it was a little um, ahead of its time in a sense. It's a Hulk car. Yeah, you know, it was before the Avengers, and I guess they did predict Hulk would be big in 2013. That's 
what you got out of that. I'm saying if I'm if I'm trying to make a connection to the future, I got what I got out of that was people <laughs> have fucking dumb ways to spend their money. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you, you're mean to Twinkie. You're mean between Twinkie. between that car and the studio with this movie. There's a lot of dumb ways to spend your money. True, true, but. What we love about all this, this is what gets us to where we want to be. The Twinkie's car that takes them, and he drives, obviously, because, you know, he's Sean. He has to drive. And they go to that to that first race scene where that's where we do get short skirts, fast cars, and we get fast and furious, drift, 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 fast and furious. That song, there, man. there you go. I sent it to you. Yeah, I sent that to you that this morning. Did you did you open that? No. Do you not open the shit I send you? Sometimes when I have a chance to. I did not have a chance. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, he gets to that thing, and and just like the the first scene of the movie, it's the same fucking thing all over again, right? There's a girl there. He starts talking to her. And then some, it's like they, they said, hey, this plot worked for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Let's make it the rest of the movie. So they, so he meets this girl and then the dude wants to, wants to get down. So he says, let's challenge him a race. And that's where we get Han throwing him the keys. And that's, then we're on our way. Um, I personally think Han made a mistake by giving him his keys. You think? <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I do like how he's, how he tells uh, Twinkie, I need a 30 second lesson on drifting. <laughs> so like, you know. h- how do you drift? Uh, what is that? Um, so yeah, like, I mean, Han did that cause he knew he was going to fuck up his car. Just basically make him work for him. Well, yeah, I think you're right. It, it created so, an indentured servitude. Yes. And, and the other thing is he later on, he says, I hear he's, what's his name's kryptonite. His attitude and the way he does things um, is is um, well, I can't think of that guy's name Takashi, yep Takashi's uh, kryptonite. So yeah, I mean that's that to me is why he did it is because he just want to fuck with that guy, um, you know. And then eventually later on, just skipping ahead here, they have the after a dude does go out and practice and gets really good, he beats a guy and. Takashi then gives keys to Han for winning a car because he won that race, you know? So he starts earning back his keep. At that point, he should have been square, right? Like, once he won him that new car, it should have been it, right? You would like think. My opinion. But. My my opinion. Then it's just like, um, now, now you're helping your buddy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the drifting thing obviously doesn't go well. He beats the fuck out of the car. But when he gets home, his father gives him the my my rule speech but the rest of this movie is just sean not giving a shit about those rules right. <laughs> so it's like it's like what the fuck was that speech for if we're just gonna you know and here's something <clears throat> you got the dad so okay meet the hooker dad threatens him to send him back home and then later i'll let you try to race and pay off your debt because that's the father fatherly thing to do this is what yeah. we get out of the dad. Like just these random drop off moments of, okay, insert dad vice or a dad moment that 
makes no sense. And he doesn't listen to and doesn't care for the rest of the movie to the point where he even moves out. Kind of right. Yeah. Like literally moves out. Stupid. And then later on when he's in trouble, his dad's there for him, even though he was like, you know, fuck you, dad, which I mean, I get that being a father, you're always a father, but still I'd have probably saved him and then said, what the fuck is your problem? Probably would have said something to him. Um, couple, go ahead. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. (laughs) Well, you're literally, I said he shows up and offers basically not much until I'm going to let you race. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm, going to let you drift. Then he hands him the keys to the car that doesn't have an engine. So I don't know how that would work. (laughs) And it's funny how he's like, here, here, you can use this car and there's no engine in it. So it's like, yeah, great, dad. Thanks. You're helpful. What Um, would, what would Cole Trickle do? What would Cole Trickle do? Steal it. He would call Harry and say, Harry, could you build me a car? We need an engine. We got to steal (laughs) an engine. engine. Got to steal. Yeah, got to steal an engine. And it have to be, take it out of Twinkie's car. You know, I know it's not a good engine, but it's an engine. I don't know if the Hulk engine would fit. Yeah. It, it might get too big when it gets mad, you know. Um, So, but he gets the, uh, but so Han gets him indebted. So he gives him that test where he sends him in to collect with that big dude. Like where the guy has the big, uh, was it the panther on his back? That... Yeah, I don't know if I'd have done that. I'd been like, hey, you know, Han, I'm your guy. Just, the, just this dude's a little bit rough. <laughs> you know what? That scene to me was like, um, Jason Siegel and forgetting Sarah Marshall getting her picture out of the bathroom. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it was. That's what it reminded but me. I, of. My thoughts are that dude with the paw knew it was Han sending that guy in there though. Um, and yeah. if Han would have went in and just asked nicely, he probably would have handed it to him. But because he sent him, that's why he threw him out. Like, that's yeah. a, like I don't think, uh, I think the guy was probably a cool guy to collect from. He just doesn't like me and ask some guy gene coming up to him. He doesn't like so, being yeah. asked for the collection. He would just pay it when he wants to. Yeah, well, a guy that big, he probably is used to just doing it when he wants to anyways. He doesn't, he doesn't so, want somebody collecting money when he's sitting there half naked. <laughs> inappropriate time inappropriate collection times um naked collection um that is true that is so true now after this though han takes him out and about and they go back to his place and they go in one place and then they come through to this club where it's nothing but chicks and i and i had i said is this you know because if it's all dudes what do we call it sausage party so what do we call this pillow fight i have a I have a word for it. I can't. I, I called it a taco fest. Oh God! How's that? How's that? Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hey man, you know I'm what that is? Conversation that what? is as dumb as this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, true. And then he sees that garage full of cars. By the way, and. I'm not a car guy, so I just don't get excited when I see that garage full of cars. I'm guessing there's somebody out there that pops full wood when they see that type of cars and like, like, oh shit, he has this, and oh shit, he has this, you know. Um, that yeah, you know, he's got I know three twenty five with a gallon twenty four incubator in that some bitch. 
and it's red yeah. too <laughs> with a spoiler yeah yeah That's how, yeah <laughs> I, saw, I noticed I noticed one car in there because of video games, the Evo. Um, <laughs> you know, that's I know it because it was on a video game. So that I did notice. Um, also, later on, Han um, said, you know, this isn't no wax on wax off thing or something like that. Um, which made me think this is like an automotive karate kid when he gives them the car and they start practicing all that drifting. Um, this isn't no, this isn't no wax on wax off. Um, and did you like, um, what Han drifts for? Did you, did, when you learn what he drifts for, do you know what I'm talking about? What he drifts for. What he drifts for when they were out and, and Sean's like, well, what do you drift for? And then he says, let me show you. And then he does that drift thing around those girls in that car. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he gets their phone numbers. That's what he drifts for. I drift Fuck it. For, it comes. I drift for digits. I drift for tits. Uh, yeah. I call this one yeah. the taco slide. Yeah, the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, don't use my words against me. Don't make me. <laughs> don't, how about this? Don't use your words. And let's yeah. just leave it at that. Um, then we get the montage of uh, Twinkie and uh, Sean selling shit in the market. Does Sean get a piece of that action? He's always carrying all the shit. You notice that? Like he's carrying all the shoes. He's got all the clocks around his neck. He's got all that shit. I'm, I I better be making some bucks on that. I'm not okay. carrying your shit. Yeah, yeah. I get I get a piece, ten percent, twenty percent. I don't know. Just you know, give me something for walking around with all this shit on me. That's all. All I'm saying because that was crazy. That dude moves a lot of shit. That's what I'm thinking. And then you know, after all the montages, he eventually just. This is this is what's weird about this movie. He eventually just moves in with Han after you know he does the, all the practicing and he does all the selling and all of a sudden he one day he's like sees him pull up come in he's like oh get a bunk for him like it's it just his whole fucking father's speech was pointless like i said it's just like right. what's the whole point of that it's like it's it's gone <laughs> so it's just gone it's just gone but han is a genius in my opinion because yeah, think about like this. so yeah you think what what's going to happen if he actually listens to his father no movie. No, no, no. I'm saying, what do I have to look forward to? I listen to my dad. I end up becoming a middle-aged single person with hookers. This yeah. Is, if I follow your advice, go down this path, this is what I have to look forward to. So, yeah, I wouldn't listen either. Yeah, you know, you're right. He's he's just as directionless, but in a different way. You know, he has a direction. It's just a spiral. It's, <laughs> it's not a good one. Um, but... Uh, but Han is a genius because he trained Sean to win him cars. Like I said earlier, he wins that race. He wins a car. Um, so he 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 got his guy, man. Like he had a guy who's a gearhead who knew how to drive. He just never drifted. Gotta I think maybe you, that's got to get you racing again so I can make some money off your ass. Where'd we hear that before? Um, never. I you know I I think it was in the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first fucking movie <laughs> the first owe me a 10 second car baby um but uh but then we get what i call the drift date you know what i'm talking about where him and that girl go out and she's driving and they're drifting down the mountain and isn't that the same mountain that she's drifting down that they race in later um isn't that the same scene that we had in the first movie well yeah but i'm talking like i'm just saying I'm talking in this movie they do the big race for 
to see who leaves town and they're acting like it was such a a horrible place to drift. But wasn't that her drifting down that same snaky road during that date? That's what I, it looked like the same one. But she wasn't doing it like at top speed, like trying to win a race and run somebody off the road. So, yeah, I guess this, the reason they did this though is because they had to set up um, how, why the DK was angry at him. You know, the, when he came in, you know, so he could be angry for him on his, I guess he considers her property. Um, that's what's weird about it. I guess they took care of her. Is that, is it like within the story? Like somehow they helped her when she was there and, and like, and so she feels indebted to them somehow. I just find that strange. I wasn't a fan of that storyline yeah. there. You don't really need that. It, it could just be me like girl, me think she my property. I won't kill guy. <laughs> could he touch girl? It could be that simple, right? It could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they went, tried to go too many layers, and they, it, it becomes muddled. Um, that's the uh, last thing this movie needed was any muddling. You think so? <laughs> like, man, that's what really messed this movie up. It was too muddled, that part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Um, but he pisses off the guy. And then, but, and I think in some ways, Sean pissing him off about the girl caused Sean to look further into Han and not back up Han when his uncle came around and was giving him that speech about basically saying, you know, if you don't handle your shit, things are going to happen. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what he told him. Um, that's Sonny Chiba, you know, Sonny Chiba, Hmm. you know, who Sonny Chiba is No. Oh, well one of, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite actors ever. Oh, oh, oh. Never mind. Sonny Chiba. Sonny Chiba. Sorry. He played the he played the uncle. Played the uncle. Yep. So yeah, he's he's a badass. You know, you can sound like a badass without hitting people. He should have stuck to Tarantino movies. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this if you get paid, you do the job. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't act like this is this is bad, you know? Oh, I'm You're not, not being act- cool. I'm, I'm not acting. Oh, I promise you that. I am not acting like this is a bad movie. Okay, good, good. <laughs> um, so, so this, but like I said, that prompts uh, DK or uh, I call him DK because that's what they called him. Um, uh, Takashi to go bust Han and say, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And that's when they all escape, and we get one of the my favorite scenes in the movie. Um when they're drifting through the streets, you know, each in their own cars. Yeah. Um, and they drift through Shibuya crossing. That's like the busiest intersection in the world. Like where they, and all those people part for some reason, I guess <laughs> they were like, Oh, right. that's, that's all part. Oh, I get, they're, gotta they're let these cars through. Drift um, on, drift on. Yeah. Drift on, man. Drift on, drift on, game on. That's, that sounds like, is that what you're doing that on purpose? Yes. Game. Okay. Good job. Let's <laughs> see. Game on, man. Game on. Game on. Game on. Far. Far. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Too, but it's too bad Han dies in that wreck. Which you know, when we do a later one, we're gonna find out how they retcon that. Um, but when you watch it now, did you? Uh, did you? So, you watched it. I don't. When you watch the recut of it in the later movie, where Shaw comes into play. Yeah. Um, I 
I think there's some continuity issues on that. Just small ones. Because it shows it blowing up and it showed in the retcon or when, when they redid it, Shaw walking away and it blowing up. And But Lucas Black or Sean was actually looking back when that happened. So he would have seen that Shaw character at that moment if that happened. So that's why I'm wondering, like, that seems to be missed on all this. So I don't know. That's because the studio said, you got to put the movie out. You can't, no more editing. No more editing. It went Fuck explorers you. on their ass. So, but, but the but between this and explorers, this made Han, money. Han dying though. Like, that was bad. It was not though. Because it is when he died. That mean he, that means he didn't have to be in any more of the movie. So it's good for Han. True in this movie, but the thing is that put the egg timer on him in the franchise when they decided to yeah. come out with the next one. So they had to build up to 2013 and we see, you know, what happens up until then and then find out Han dies later on. So it's really interesting how the timeline works on these movies after they go back and say, well, we're going to go back and start from this point. Like you said, it, it, we should be watching it one, two, two, four, four, five, six, seven, four, five, seven, eight, and then nine or three. Before, well, six. three should be in there somewhere. Three should be <laughs> after whatever the fuck or whatever. Or wait, three was after six. Six. I think three was after six. Yeah. Three, six, seven. Because seven is where Shaw comes into play for and he's and that's you know that's where he picks up right after three so so there you go i mean that's crazy that the timeline on all this is just fucking it's nuts i don't know anyways let's get back to this because you got me all white all out of whack <laughs> you, you fucking me over man i do, I do like i do like the mexican standoff with his dad though like when they get to when they get there and you don't expect his father to be there and right. he is. Like I do think that was a surprise that you didn't expect. That was pretty cool. You you thought maybe something else would have happened to get him out of there. More vroom vroom car car run run, something like that, you know. Right. Nope. It's just he's packing. Yeah. And he was and in my note on this, I just want to let you know, he was a little cool considering that his big speech he gave earlier in the movie. <laughs> You know, he's a little cool about all the shit he just had to do with a fucking gun to get his son out of trouble. Yep. And and little Bow Wow dipping into his car and giving him the cash assist. I mean, I guess he ended up getting all that loot to make all his uh, car dreams come true. But um, but really what sucks is that he gets that cash. And I don't understand how it's. Sean's problem that the um, uncle needed his money because Sean didn't have anything to do with Han's business dealings. And even Takashi knew that, right? Like even because remember they closed the door and shit on him. So I don't understand why it's his problem that he has to pay Kamada, the uncle back. Like, I don't know why he has to give him that money. That seemed kind of a dick move. Just take, you know, give him cash so he can talk to him. Is that really what that was? I mean, it feels like it. It's what happens when you try to do the honorable thing. Fuck doing the honorable thing. Backfires. What I would do is I would have drove my car into that fucking restaurant and killed them all. 
I would have put 30 grand in my duffel bag and flew back to America. Yeah. That's just me. Um, I think this movie had two climaxes to it. Do you think so? <laughs> Did it have any? It's a multiple, it's a multiple orgasm movie. It's a two climax. Okay, I well, think it climaxed on the uh, chase I, through Shibuya. I guess and it climaxes. I, am, I guess I'm the girl in this because I didn't climax once in this movie. So <laughs> and the second one is when he sets up the race with the uh, uncle, and they get we get the we get the final the final showdown. Um, and I like it that we get another Karate Kid like training montage with uh, building the Mustang and practicing. Like we get that whole. We get those feels. We're all up in our feels again, watching them struggle with that. And I sent you that text where that screen, uh, uh, the um, closed caption picked yeah. up. It said twink. It said twink. What did it say? I forget, man. But it was a rough, a rough, uh, like, I don't think, I do not, this does not mean what you think it means is what I sent you. Yes. Because it was funny. Because it, it was just funny what, the way it came off on the screen. I don't remember what it was. I forget. It's been a while since I've been in that one. I probably deleted it as soon as I took it. <laughs> but it was funny because it, it totally has a different meaning now than what it said. Um, but um, this takes us to that final race. You know, it's a de- basically the stakes are this. They each- <clears throat> Sorry, go. I'm going to go. Uh, we almost there, Twink. A couple more tweaks. Yeah. And Twink is <laughs> like if you look up that term, <laughs> it just. Yep. It, it, if you were just read that phrase without knowing where it came from, you would have a totally different idea of what that means. <laughs> I, it's like, sounds like something you'd say to your sock puppet. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my sock clear, twink. I'm going to put my hand inside you now, twink. Um, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you a question. Do you think his, uh, the girl, which we haven't really talked much about, but she kind of was pointless. Uh, Neela, she wasn't pointless. It, it, she wasn't like. All she was was a a reason for people to be angry. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't really do much in the movie. Um, do you think that she was property by circumstances because somehow she was indebted to his uncle, and like it's almost like human trafficking. That's kind of what I got the vibe I got with it. I don't think it was human trafficking. Not like that. I think the uncle was Brad Wesley. Oh, okay. That's is what this the is. girl that is. This the girl that danced on the stage at the double deuce. I don't know if she's the one that danced on the stage or the tablecloth. Okay. <laughs> and the fact that we know what all that means, maybe a combination of the two. How about that? Yeah. I think she has the personality of the tablecloth and she, um, but she's indebted like the double deuce girl. <laughs> so, but um, the, it, I just thought it was, I just thought there was some weird vibe there, but the race is pretty awesome. It's pretty kick-ass. Did you enjoy the race? So. Fuck um, you. You've got to <laughs> enjoy a fucking race. Come on, man. All right, here's the deal. I'm sorry, but if you're going to race, race. If you're going to incorporate drifting into racing, no. Okay. And then you have several shots during that where it looks like somebody went over the fucking cliff. Like the camera pans down real fast. I'm like, somebody finally die? And then, oh, nope, they're still racing. Okay. Still racing. Oh, yeah. there they go. Nope, still racing. 
until the end he flips the other guy's car over yeah yeah so i thought it was a good race i i think it was good action i know you don't like the drifting part of it just a straight race would have been fun but i i think um I think they did a good job of creating that tension and him going up on the thing and coming down to whack him. And then he goes over the edge and, uh, and winning the race. I think that all that tension was built. Great. I also I, like it, whatever. Go ahead. Well, Here's whatever. what I think about this movie. I think it was ahead of its time and behind its time all at the same time. And here's what I mean. The cell phones that we saw featured in there, like where they're shooting it with the cell phones. When this movie was made, to to think that people are going to be shoot using their cell phones to show something like that that was kind of ahead of its time right like being able to do that live feed it but it was also behind its time because it's supposed to be in 2013 and you got <laughs> the MC Hammer on the wall <laughs> MC Hammer's on the wall and the shit we used was way better than what they were using there so yeah so it was like ahead of its time and behind of its time all at the same time. It's like fucking weird. It's like a, it's a vortex of weirdness. <laughs> so. that, that is how I would describe this whole fucking movie. A uh, vortex of weirdness. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously going to be our longest episode. <laughs> so, I, um, oh my God. <laughs> if this is one of our, if I had to talk about this fucking movie for over an hour, make this one of our longest episodes, then I know this show does not need to exist anymore. <laughs> Our podcast is officially fucking done if that happens. Here's what I think what we need to do right now is we need to go into a character study of uh, each character. Do you want to dive in there with me? <laughs> I will say this. I liked it when the female property was pleased with his performance. You know, because, you know. You know what? We could do that. I've got three minutes. Let's do <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> the t- Dive, three minute deep dive, and of course the 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 actual ending of the movie is a nice cameo by none other than Paul Walker. No, you know who's in this movie. I know Dom, baby Dom. It was a big deal because I think they had to do that for two reasons. I think it helps sell the tickets. I don't. I think if he's not in that cameo, this probably does at least fifty million less. Um, because people didn't know the extent of it, right? And they wanted to see more yeah. of the original somehow come back. Um, so this set up the rest of the franchise. I mean, you got to think about this. This franchise now, the money that it's making yes. is ridiculous. Completely. So, so yeah, it's it, you gotta you gotta respect the game, right? You gotta respect the game. You gotta respect it. So here's so, my question, though. Yeah. Okay. Do you know? Because I haven't looked like how that came to be that he did that final scene because he didn't want to do too fast too furious because he said they just took made a different movie and put the same title on it what the fuck do you think they were doing with this one yeah there's no facts i have facts but that's not anything in my facts as to why he was in it other than um they probably gave him the rights to something i thought i thought there was something where they gave him the rights to um riddick yeah, that's it. That's it. That's why. Okay, I'll tell you. After poor test screenings, Universal Pictures asked Vin Diesel to make a cameo appearance to boost its box office potential. Diesel agreed to appear if Universal would relinquish relinquish the rights to the Riddick franchise to him. Diesel was then able to make Riddick 2013 independently. Mm. And he made money on those movies, by the way. So that's why he did it. Because he wanted to own his franchise. Isn't that amazing? Like... Uh, he just wanted to own his thing. And just to give you an idea of how smart he is, 
just want to throw it out there. Um, let's see, Riddick in 2013, he paid 38 million and made 98 million. So good right. decision. Good, good decision. Job. Good job, Ben. He, he made a yeah, Ben does a good job. So you ready for your six pack? I know you've got some here. Are you ready? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here I go. I'll do Oh. My first one is the race against the Viper, of course. It's a pretty cool race. There's a lot of good action. Um, you know, we get a little off-road. We get a little on-road. We get a chick selling herself. Um, we get houses being destroyed. It's good times. It's good times. What about you? Do you like that? It, I told you. Footloose. But worse. You like the it's the it's a is it not on tractors though? I'd rather watch tractors play chicken than watch that shit again. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready for yours? Your first yeah. one? Yeah. MC Hammer poster on the wall. Because I used to like MC Hammer. That is all. That is it. You don't have any more. Oh I no, I'll give more, but oh okay. Okay. I was like, fuck you. That is okay. I got, I got you another one. I got you. The drift through Shibuya. It's because I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Like, you know, like I said, the aesthetics of the movie, like the backdrop of Tokyo, is actually pretty amazing. It's bright, it's colorful, it looks great. So when you see that drift and you see the backdrop and everything, it is a pretty good scene. It's a very good scene. Okay. Uh, you're you're ready to go again? Sure. Already? All right. Here you go. No, I'm not. I just I don't want to, but I will. All right. Here you go. Uh, the main girl, the quote unquote love interest. She was pretty. <laughs> uh, Natalie Kelly. Yes. Um, she's going to be an F nine. It's rumored to be an F nine. Okay. Yep. She so was, she was pretty. She was in Dynasty for twenty-two episodes. Wow. Okay. She's a star lead role in Baker and the Beauty. I don't even know what the fuck that is. So yeah, she did things. She did some things. That's what she did. All right. Um, I've got more, so I will hit the button here. I like it when Han said when when he was asked by uh, Sean why he's there, and he says this is my Mexico, because strangely, um, they didn't mean to when they made this movie, but it made a lot of sense based on what has happened after this movie. <laughs> you know, I don't they didn't mean to do it, but they made sense. Yeah. So that's that's pretty damn good, isn't it? It's not. It, it's okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Eat a dick. Are you are you are you ready for your I'm ready. You have one you have another one? I got another one. Oh you. I, wrong. <laughs> I love it. Here you go, here you go. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love myself. Wow. I know. You love you a long time. Um, Han, because I like his character. So, I like Han. You do like Han? I do. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. So I like that he That's was in it because it's about the only yeah. redeeming fucking thing about this movie. No, it isn't. I've got one more. 
I've got one more, and I'm going to show you what redeems this movie. You ready? Or I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell All you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Dom's appearance, asshole. Dom making his appearance at the end. That makes the... That's the reason why everyone watched it and spent $159 million to go see it. Because <laughs> he was there at the end. So, So, this is your Luke showing up in The Force Awakens moment. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I like, um, I like the force awakens, except that, except that Toretto talked at the end. Yes. Toretto said words, gave a couple lines. Yeah. He's a, he was an American muscle when I knew him, that type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So we're going generic and I think because you're so gung ho on hate, you're going first in generics. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, sure. My generic moment is hang on one second, will you? Sorry. Sure. Um, I thought you were going with our joke here. <laughs> now just just checking the runtime of this movie. <clears throat> My generic moment was the the one hour and forty five minutes part of this movie. You're you're including Dom's uh, appearance. Uh, one hour and 43 and a half minutes of this movie. <laughs> you asshole. You fucking asshole. I do apologize. I do apologize. The Dom moment. He's going to he's gonna be better about other movies. I can tell you he's going to like the, the, the ones that come after this a lot more than Listen, this one. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Oh, we said right. this before. How successful this franchise has become after part two and three is a goddamn miracle. <laughs> I am shocked like put peanut butter on my balls because i'm like fuck man i'll go i i i just it doesn't make sense this this should this should have been called the fast and the funeral because this should have franchise should have been dead right fucking here just like that guy said the bad news bears anything after this should have been straight to dvd but it wasn't, baby. It was but straight this to the made theaters. Money, which again, whatever. Yeah. Everything about it. The whole movie was generic. It like you're using what we talked about. You're you're taking the same title, but just making a completely fucking different movie, slapping the same title on it. Now, at least the second one we carried all over Paul Walker. Now we don't yeah. have him. Vin Diesel, yeah, shows up at the very fucking end. But you have to sit through an hour and 43 minutes of this shit before you even get to that. And you didn't even know if it's the first time you saw it. You don't know he's going to be there at the end. Unless somebody yeah. told you. So, yeah. yeah, everything about is fucking generic. And like I said, All right. since we can't get Paul Walker, we'll get somebody that looks like he could be a stunt double. To be the I, main guy. I'm going to go over some generic. The thickest fucking southern accent, Alabama Shore, you can and put him in Tokyo. I don't know what you're That'll talking help about. i make friends, too. So you, so is this your only generic? I presume. What do you mean my only? It's a that's a lot of generics. It's the whole one hour forty three and a half minutes of. I'm gonna be a bit. I'm gonna go a little specific. Okay, but I, I'll give you one specific though because I mentioned it earlier just for the sake of giving you one specific one. The fucking dad and the scenes like he didn't even need to be in that movie. It's almost, almost have him in it or just don't have him fucking in it at all. 
Yeah, it could have been just a friend. It didn't have to be a dad that could have but held that gun. When you start out and you give me the less popular son of Tim the Tool Man and Lil Bow Wow, because you need another rapper in the movie, I'm done. Formula, formula. Okay, it's, I'm going to let, me, let, I know, let me hit formula. mine. This is what we're going to give you guys this time. Are you ready? Because it's the third one. <laughs> and guess what else? We're going to mix it up. We're not going to race. We're going to race sideways. <laughs> I'm going to hit my generic now. Okay. Um, I'm going to put these two together. Lil Bow Wow's performance and his car. Um, <laughs> he wasn't, he's not a good actor and his car. I would, you know, I wouldn't be caught with that car. While I think it probably took some talent to pound out those fists or whatever was on it. It looks stupid. That's, that's me. I just, just thought I that. Mean, it doesn't look stupid. It just, it's in the wrong environment. Yeah. It's the wrong place. Wrong place for that car. Comic-Con it's, yeah, is the place for that car. Yeah. Not wherever it is there. Like, yeah, he definitely was in the wrong place. Okay. I got I got a couple more. So I'll okay. just go. Uh, only a couple. You should have more than that. Well, I'm not like you. I, I, I go, I try to be specific. Here we go. <laughs> Lucas Black's acting was flat. So that's what I think. He was a very flat performance in this movie, in my opinion. So definitely not great. So no, it was horrible. I mean, so was fucking <laughs> Tech Six Nine's performance too. <laughs> okay, uh, I was just saying it was you know not great. And I got one more. Okay. Um, one more. Okay. <laughs> And I think I've already mentioned this a few times throughout, actually. This is made in 2006, set in 2013, and there's not one smartphone. Shit changed God, fast. Get over that. It made this movie look, it dated the movie too much. It made it, that's what made it that a generic moment. If they would have set it at its time, eh, whatever, it, we would have thought, oh, that was in its time. It's great. But the moment you say, this is the future, and the future looks nothing like it, you know, and it's not even that far off, seven years. I mean, you know, shit. It's um could have been better. That's all I'm saying. Um, so uh do you have a biggest bang like stunt that you wanna share? Um I mean like I said, the best I gotta I gotta the best gotta, stunt was Let me hit the thing if you're gonna do it. Oh, I got okay, a thing fine. for it. Okay, fine. here you go. All right. The best stunt was the race where Han died because he didn't have to be in the movie anymore. <laughs> His death is the biggest bang. <laughs> For him, yes. <laughs> oh, you're such an ass on that. Okay, I'm going to give you mine. <laughs> mine is the, like I already said, kind of, the Shibuya drift. I think that was a pretty cool stunt where they go through the crowd you know, all three cars. And, and while you hate drifting, it is a cool image to see it drifting through. No, 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 no. I never said way. I hate, I never said I hate drifting. I'm just saying drifting mm -hmm. is like its own sport or its own like offset of racing, but to mm -hmm. make it where that's how you're like actually racing just because I just want to know, like, I would love to have been sitting in the, the brainstorming meetings when they're talking about doing a third installment of this movie and how can we amp stuff up? What can we do? And then who is the person that said, what if they went sideways? Yeah. Who? 
that's the moment I want. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just racing um, fast past each other, mm-hmm. what if we turn the car sideways? Fucking so A, man. This, this you know it. Big moment. This was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Whatever. You're awesome. You're awesome. So I'm going to give you some facts uh, before okay. we get into our ratings. Before we get into our ratings, I'll give you some um, facts. Over, it's a fact over, that this movie is dog balls. <laughs> over 100 cars were destroyed or wrecked during the filming. Of this I movie. feel bad for those fucking cars too. They died. Their deaths were in vain. Uh, the uh, the muscle car that Sean drives in the opening scenes is a highly modified 1970 Chevrolet Monte Carlo. Um, this is the only Fast and Furious film not to star Paul Walker prior to his death. Um, he dodged a bullet, is what you would think, and ironically didn't dodge one later. Oh, actually, he didn't get shot. He just wrecked a car. Um, he didn't. He was a passenger. Yeah, yeah. This is the lowest grossing film in the franchise. For good fucking reason. So are you ready to do some ratings here? Okay. So I'm going to hit the ratings thing, and then we'll be ready to rock and roll. That's manly shit right there. Yeah. Go ahead with no, you go first. You can go first. I know. Okay. You uh, well, I don't don't have to. <laughs> this is not. I'll go. Okay, I'll say this is not a great film, but it isn't terrible either. The racing in this movie is, I think, uh, pretty fun to watch. You know, the, that's the part that is great. While you don't like it, it's all sideways. It is entertaining. Um, and when the cars are the show, when that's the show, when we're seeing that, that's what shines. Like it does shine. But it deflated a little when we got to the performances of like Lil Bow Wow and Lucas Black. Um, they were totally flat. Um, Han, he's great. He's probably the most redeeming quality other than the cars, as we have talked about in this movie, in the most interesting character. And he dies. Um, and that's sad because he makes the movie better. So I give this, um, it's a meh. I give it an average score of 12 cans. It's meh. Okay. Meh. All right. Let's see what you got there. Okay. Compadre. Um, so what sucks is when the cars have to be the star of the show because there's no stars there to star of the show. The only redeeming things about this fucking movie were Han and the fat guy in the towel. Beyond that, putting the Fast and Furious title on this movie is bullshit. As a Fast and Furious movie, it sucks. As a standalone movie, not thinking about Fast and Furious, it blows. So there's no in-between there. Putting the Fast and Furious name on this fucking movie is like cooking a bag of frozen Tyson chicken strips in the oven and selling them in a fucking KFC bucket. Because it's the third movie, I'm going to give it three fucking cans. Oh, you're a fucking mean guy to this movie. I don't want to be, but the whole idea and concept and what the studio is trying to do with it is bullshit. You want to talk to me about studios getting mad for fucking piracy and people streaming shit? You tell me, then get mad about them not refunding everybody that fucking saw that movie, their money, because they all deserve it. I'm lucky that I got to watch it on cable, so I didn't have to pay for that shit. Okay, so you know... Um, I'll let you, here, here's a, I got this sound for your off the rails take. So, <laughs> so uh, that puts us at an average of 7.5 on this one. That's still too uh, high. So, 
I think it's a little lower than I expected it's it to too be. Too high. Too high. Uh, I don't know. It between us, I think it's the right number. Um, you know, I was gonna rate it at thirteen, but I changed my mind to twelve because you know I thought better. I thought better. I didn't think it was as bad as you said. I could at least be entertained watching that movie. Damn. I wasn't. So, uh, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> you, I, <laughs> you, you need to put on your big boy pants and watch a movie. <laughs> I did watch it. Are you, are, do you have anything you want to tell the people? Do you have anything you want to say? And don't tell them not to watch this movie. They should watch it. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody what to do. Okay. <clears throat> If they listen to us in the first place, I already questioned their choice in entertainment. <laughs> so, <laughs> now thank you guys for listening. And I'm sorry if you do like this movie that I railed on it so much. I just have specific beliefs when it comes to putting a franchise title on a movie that doesn't belong in the franchise. Either way, thank you for listening. Check us out. Google us. Soda Pop Culture Club. Follow us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Craigslist, anywhere else you choose to follow us. Let us know what you'd like us to review. Leave a comment, and we would be happy to take a look at that and then do whatever else the guy that's going to talk next wants you to do, the one that kind of likes this movie and is stupid. (laughs) Uh, Well, what you should do, um, we really would like you to subscribe to our channel. We'd like you to hit the ratings for us. Let us know how we're doing for you. And we'd also like you to email us at mikeandanthony at sodapopcultureclub.com and ask us to do some movies, do something. Um, anything you tell us, whatever we'll look at it and and take an interest, um, because uh, we're into that. But we don't do, as we've said before, we don't do porns. So there you go. I mean, I mean, we watch <laughs> it, but we don't we don't review it. <laughs> after, so you know, after reviewing this movie, I'm pretty much open to anything. You are. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm sure there's a worse movie out there. Have you ever seen um, what's that rhinestone with? Uh, I love that movie. Fuck. <laughs> Drunken Stein. Okay, so. <laughs> Budweiser, you created a monster. <laughs> so if you don't, if you don't tell us what to do, we're probably gonna have to fucking do that movie. So Who's that? Anybody tell has, us to do things. Anybody that hasn't seen that though, Dolly Parton turns Sylvester Stallone into a country singer. Watch that. Movie. And he's a New York cab driver, right? Ryan, or something like Rhinestone. That. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. So, anyways, that's all I got for you. Anything else you have for him? Do you want to? Do you want to drift on out of this one? <laughs> no, I want to crash and just end it right away. Go All off, right, here's go a crash. Go off the cliff. Here's your crash.